0: accessible. My name is Francesca and I'm joined today by my lovely co-host Petra. Hello Petra. Hi Francesca, how are you? I am well, thank you. And how about you? How was your weekend?
1: I had a very exciting weekend and I went out to a restaurant, which was really fun. I went with my family to celebrate Mother's Day, which was lovely. You know, you don't realize how much it like affects your, you know, your happiness of going out to eat with your family
0: yeah we take things for granted once they're normal and very excited to welcome our guest today uh bastian from bcg digital ventures and bastian you're a venture architect is that right
2: yes exactly hey everyone i'm bastian working for bcgdb (laughs) in berlin
0: yes so it's a very international zoom today with petra being in bangkok i'm in oxfordshire uh, and berlin very cool well i think if probably be best to start off to learn a little bit more about you Bastian and your career path because I believe you started off in venture capital and now have gone on to work at BCG Digital Ventures but a few things even before venture capital is that right?
2: Yeah exactly And I'm, I'm happy to introduce quickly myself so initially I was studying mechanical engineering and business So uh, I thought I would become an engineer, but it didn't really work out. <laughs> um, but um, no, I was, I was very much into this whole technical background as well. Um, but then um, during my bachelor's, um, I actually was in touch with a couple of people in associations that were driving a lot in entrepreneurship. And it definitely uh, touched my interest. And also growing up in a family where my father was an entrepreneur, um, he, he started his own tech um, company. And somehow also influenced definitely from his experiences. Um, so yeah, I finished my master's at that time, already did a couple of internships in, in the startup environment, and then got the great opportunity to join a venture capital company here in Berlin, Redstone, to manage a, a couple of corporate venture capital funds for big corporates such as... Daimler, Deutsche Bahn, uh, yeah, logistics companies, banks. So it was super interesting to be on the investor side, having this macro view on different markets, investing, uh, meeting so many interesting entrepreneurs. Um, but for sure, I always felt like after every investment, okay, now I, I'll jump to the other side and let's let's build a great company. Because as an investor, you you have to make deals and not actually be operational in the companies. So after almost four years, I then decided to switch a bit aside. I uh, am now part of BCG Digital Ventures. It's part of the the BCG family, so to say, of the big consulting firm. Um, But we are not actually doing any consulting work. We are actually building um, digital companies for um, for big corporates. So it's quite a success story. After five or six years, we've now built uh, more than 100 ventures globally. And um, it's uh, super interesting to, to help uh, corporates to accelerate their innovation through building separate new digital entities for them. And uh, yeah, as you already mentioned, I'm the venture architect there. It's a fancy name, but uh, I think it's everything that is related to business. So I build business cases right now in the venture, I'm, I'm responsible for setting up the legal entity. Um, and um, probably also have to interview some people to join the team. So it's quite a broad um, topic, but for sure we're going to talk about this in a minute. Um, Next to that, I also have started a couple of uh, companies or initiatives. One for sure um, to mention, um, it's called VC. It's a network of venture capitalists who we host monthly or quarterly meetings. But um, for me, it's great to be connected to all those investors, although not being an investor myself anymore. Um, so, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting ride from being more as an investor now to more operational um, topic within the BCG family, where I potentially then also see myself in the mid to long term, maybe also then starting um, at some point my own company again.
1: And how does the digital ventures arm exist from the consulting arm? What's the setup there like? Do you have a relationship to like the main BCG body?
2: Yeah, so first of all, we are 100% owned by BCG, so we are part of BCG, and then what typically happens is that BCG, they have these strategy projects and digital strategy projects with different corporates, Um, and then potentially at some point they also say, hey, you also might need to develop or build up your own digital arm, own digital companies. And then for sure, um, we as digital ventures come in place. So we are very related when it comes to client relationships. Um, And we also have some consultants that sometimes join our, we don't call them projects, we call them ventures. And then uh, they help us um, on the business side, or they also do some kind of client relationship work. But if you um, compare BCG to digital ventures, um, the variety of competences we have is really, really cool. So we have roughly 250 people here in Berlin. And I, I think we have like 80 or so engineers, We have product managers, we have designers, we have venture architects, we have online marketing experts. So it's really, really cool to have such a diverse team that really has every quality you need to build a company in-house. And at the same time, for me, it's... Uh, also good, I don't have to travel so much. So we spend normally time in the office Monday to Friday. So I don't have to catch the 6 a.m. flight on, on Monday morning. Um, yeah, for me, it's, it's a really cool environment. But I think for everyone, back to your question, it's super important that we are part of BCG and we work very closely. However, when it comes to operationally building the ventures, it's probably more more independent. Got it. Got
1: it. If I understand it correctly, the way that you get your assignments or like mandates is through, is it through the actual digital ventures arm or is it through like BCG clients who, you know, have had projects done by the consulting group and then they actually realize, oh, you know, we might actually need something that we need to purchase in-house or have product that we then absorb into our business. Where does your essential like deal flow come from, if you can call it that?
2: Yeah, uh, really good question. So I think it's both and probably it's even more developing to more digital ventures in the future. So I would say initially a lot um, and we started as digital ventures. I think it was 100% of the ventures came through clients of BCG. Um, And I would say nowadays, it's also more that our brand is out there in the market, corporates have heard of BCG digital ventures. And because we have built more than 100 ventures now, and I think that's definitely driving our brand and um, connection in the market. So more and more um, corporates also directly approach us and as well we as digital ventures have also our own deal flow, so to say, or their um, operations. So it's, it's a combination and there's definitely no, no competition. I would say it's rather synergies between what BCG is doing, what we are doing. Um, and as said, we also involved some BCG consultants in our ventures here. Yeah, it's it's definitely a, a big win-win situation on both sides, I would say.
0: Could you give us some examples of some of the businesses that you've built within BCT digital ventures?
2: Yeah, for sure. So as said, I'm, I'm here in the Berlin office, uh, and I think the office exists for five years now. Um, one of the biggest and probably also most known venture it's called HCA. Hey it's uh, together with Volkswagen, so the big automotive company, um, and also Daimler invested into this company. It's a platform where um, we aggregate used cars. So you as an owner of a car that wants to buy a new car, you can sell your old car through this platform of used cars. And this is uh, quite successful. It's, it's been launched in Germany. It's been launched in the UK there's more uh, European countries to come very soon. And what's super interesting about this case is that also other corporates invested now in this venture because normally we only build up um, the ventures for one specific corporate. But in this case, um, we have more corporates joining, so to say, this venture and building up uh, this new digital entity. And that's also definitely, I think, something that we see in the market um, that more and more uh, corporates, they somehow bring their digital activities together by also co-founding some of the ventures together. So that's a very known one. And then um, also super interesting, um, maybe also not the most successful one, but we build an electric scooter sharing company um, called Coop for Bosch. It's big also automotive company, unfortunately it didn't really work out so well, but one of our colleagues, Julian, was a part of the team when we did it as BCGDV, and then he founded Tier Mobility, is also a big uh, e-scooter company now in the market. And they now have bought the, the scooters from Coupe. Um, so it's super funny that we had someone from BCGDV building some kind of our mobility company, then stepped out, built a new company, and then somehow merged our venture with a new venture. So I would say in general, there's a lot in mobility in Germany. There's a lot in, in financial in the financial industry. And lately, I would say we also see a lot in healthcare and pharma happening. Whereas, for example, if you compare to other centers in in the U.S., I think it's much more focused on health, probably also a bit more on B2C. We here in Germany have a lot of B2B ventures that we have built. And, and this is mainly because we have those industries and, and industry players in our local market um, that are more interested in, in those solutions. Yeah.
0: yeah and, and for the business like haycar what was the process that resulted in you building that kind of business?
2: So, I mean, we are not just um, actually building ventures. So we call this building phase incubation. And we also have a process that before um, that we call it validation. So we look at a couple of different potential business models and business cases and then evaluate those uh, business cases on different dimensions. And I am very close discussion also with the corporate and the truth the right one, because I think what is a big advantage when we build ventures with the corporate partners is that we really can bring in the assets from the corporate. Is it the existing customers? Is it the brand? Is it the network, the potential partners? Um, and in many, many cases, this is so crucial and, and then can accelerate the businesses so much that we definitely also have aligned this um, to the assets of the corporate partner. Um, so this is a very important process step also for us that we align with the corporate beforehand, before we start actually building a venture and um, that all those assets are also put in place. And then, I mean, very classic, um, we build those ventures in six to nine to 12 months. And it's a very iterative process. And um, I think after building a hundred ventures, you, you know somehow how to do this also in collaboration with the corporates. And um, we have a well-established process for this. Um, it's very, very lean, I would say. And some, sometimes the biggest challenge is also that the corporate have the speed to, to let us execute all of this. But I think we, we managed to do so very well. And yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a great experience being part of this.
0: It sounds absolutely fascinating. And you mentioned earlier the importance or that you find incredibly useful to be plugged into the venture capital world. Why is that?
2: So, I mean, in general, you could say that corporate is giving the money, we do the execution. So it would somehow work probably independent of the startup ecosystem, because we have the money, we have the resources. Somehow uh, we manage to bring the product live. But then I think you very, very quickly realize that being in touch with the market, seeing what's out there, talking also to potential co-investors that might be interested to join this venture, is super super important and also to us and and that's why i think especially me who has worked for some time in venture capital as an investor startup investor and has a lot of these connections into the markets that really help us also to choose the right business ideas and concepts to validate them and to build in the end successful ventures so i think that's very important and yeah for me as I said, I have connections to many investors and it also helps us sometimes to challenge our concepts with those investors, not necessarily that they would invest, but they give us their feedback, what they think and what we potentially can do. Um so that's, that's very, very helpful. And uh, yeah, I mean, as I said before, I also worked for a corporate venture capital company it, it fits somehow a bit what they are doing, what we are doing. I meet a lot of corporate clients that uh, I've seen on the investor side now, on the builder side. And that's why I think there's also a lot of synergies between the corporate investors and uh, we as a corporate um, venture builder, uh, where the corporates potentially also invest in the in the ventures that we build. Here.
1: Could you talk a little bit more to like the individual teams that you work with? Because from my understanding, when you get together to build these ventures? I I don't know, is it true? Do you have just always one going on at the time or can you have multiple ventures that you're working on?
2: Yeah, that's also a good question. So I think generally we only have one venture at the time. Okay,
1: Um,
2: Okay. And um, as I said, if we build a venture, it's six to nine, sometimes even 12 months. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I joined uh, one and a half years ago, Mm PCGDV. And yeah, it's, it's, it's been a quite variety of, of ventures that, I'm, that I was working on. Yeah. So I started with a venture where we analyzed the beer flow of draft systems. So it was some kind of cool. an IoT sensor product that helped us to analyze the beer flow. We did beer analytics. And then I worked on a social banking solution where we analyzed transactions on their CO2 emissions. So with some kind of a social impact combined with a banking solution. Then I worked for a delivery service in Russia. And now we are building a health platform uh, where we integrate different digital healthcare solutions into one platform. So you see already that the variety of different industries and business models is very, very uh, huge. And I think that's also the... Uh, what makes BCGDV so interesting that you that you have the experience of founding companies in a very short period of time, you have a lot of talent, you have a process in place that helps you really to execute this, but at the same time you get to know different industries and business models in a short period of time, so the learning curve is very, very high. And um, yeah, it's, uh, so far, it's been a great experience. Um, also, especially for me as a venture architect, and then I, I can quickly also talk about um, the other teams that we have. But for me, I said, I, I build the business case. Sometimes I do the legal setup. Then I do the marketing and go-to-market strategy for the ventures. So also the tasks that I do are quite diverse um, when it comes to the actual venture building. And that's definitely very interesting for me. But on the other side, I think it's also cool in this setup that you know you have certain experts within your team that know how to do it. So we have front-end engineers, back-end engineers. We have product managers that know and can talk to the engineers, but also understand the product very well. We have designers. We have people that do a lot of market research, and this is just great to know that you have those experts and you can trust in them then. and. And if you bring them together in a team of 15 or 20 people, you just know that it works and we can execute. And that's definitely one of the big assets that we as GDB have.
1: Awesome. That sounds fun. I mean, also just getting to meet and work with the variety of people from like product managers or designers and having them all around the table must be pretty exciting. Uh,
2: Especially if you come from working in venture capital where it's 90% men and (laughs) finance or consulting background.
1: (laughs)
0: um yes no, that's a very very good point taking a step sort of back in time a bit you, you said you thought you were going to be an engineer and then your dad sort of inspired you he he founded his own company um how did you end up getting into venture capital because it's it's quite a challenging industry to get into
2: yeah and um i think it was a bit of random i i was studying in my master's and and i was um I think it was some kind of a career fair, and I met a former student that also was at this university, and he told me about uh, this company in Berlin, Venture Capital, and I was like, okay, I didn't, didn't know by then so much about Venture Capital, but I was actually looking for a company with which I could write my thesis, and he was very open and say, sure we can interview, uh, I can share you some of my experiences, and maybe we could even write this together. So um, I did some kind of an internship or um, collaboration in writing my thesis with Redstone by then. Um, And out of this, actually I got in a full-time position because I had a lot of fun. Uh, I think they also appreciate my time. Um, So um, that was very good. Um, And I think that's also general advice that I can give to students. And that if you can try to join a VC um, through an internship, um, the likelihood probably to get a full-time position is, is much higher than and being someone external that is applying because they just have so many talents that uh, they can choose. Yeah? And if you have some kind of a personal connection and have showed your competence um, doing internship, this definitely is a good, good, so to say, path in to venture capital. Yeah?
0: Absolutely. What was your thesis on?
2: Um it's quite interesting. It was about how to analyze startup teams. If you're a venture capitalist, I mean, you always say, okay, team, 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 team is super important. Yeah. Uh, but then in the end, the partners of the VC fund say, okay, I like the guy or I don't like the guy or the girl. Um, and I tried to develop some kind of a methodology and then also some kind of a maybe automated technology that would analyze the team on their different competences, not just individually, but as a team and so to say make this a bit more sophisticated how investors evaluate the team and we tested this and it, it i mean it was like three months or four months i definitely did not develop the tool to automatically evaluate the startup teams uh, <laughs> but we, we we set up some kind of a great um, approach and um, yeah
0: i think you'd be a very wealthy man if you managed to figure that one out
2: yeah yeah <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, and then um, I joined the VC fund. Um, was great experience. Um, I did this for almost in uh, three and a half years after my my thesis. And uh, for me, it was great because I met so many entrepreneurs, and I, it was super super inspiring. And I met so many investors, and it's definitely a connection I will not lose. And that's why I'm also doing the VC events with like 100 VC investors coming to the events, and that's really really great. Um, I think one thing I was a bit disappointed as being a VC or an investor, I thought, okay, the plan was I join the VC, then I I meet like 50 founders or 30 founders a month, and then um, I'll be so inspired, and I know that I want to found my own company, and I would just go for it. But it felt a bit like you really get restrictive on what kind of business models you like and uh, in which companies you actually invest in. So, I mean, out of the... I don't know, 1,000 startups that are under view flow per month, or less, you invest maybe in one. And um, so it has a negative effect on your creativity and choice of becoming an entrepreneur and founder. And maybe that's also uh, an impact why I didn't straight found my own company after VC and joined BCG DV. Um, but it's definitely under plan to become an entrepreneur myself again.
0: Um, and you said that part of your role at DV you do the legal formation, marketing, and th- those are the sort of things that you look at when you're an investor, but don't actually do. So was that part of the very steep learning curve? And, and what other challenges did you find when starting your role at DD
2: Yeah, I mean, one very good example is, I mean, as an investor, the founders, they give you the business plan, right? It's a yeah. It's a nicely modeled, huge Excel model with like, looks perfectly and you, and you as an investor have to go through it and to get the critical assumptions. Um, and now in, in, in this case, um, I actually have to build a business case myself and, and it's definitely much more detailed and it's much more thinking behind than just analyzing an existing business model or business sheet. Um, so, and that's really, really cool. Um, And at the same time, I just think the variety of jobs and topics I have to look after, such a steep uh, learning curve, especially when it comes to all the operational things that you as an investor would not really have to take care of, such as the founding of the organization, right? I mean, you will take it for granted that there's a legal entity where the investor can invest the money in. Um, And I think that's very, very good. And I think the, the second dimension is here also, working with the different people and different skill sets together um, is super, super crucial. And for example, in my application process for BCGDV, I would say this was also 50% of the selection criteria um, that people can work among different uh, qualifications with each other. So when I interviewed with BCGDV, and I would say out of the six interviews, three interviews were with uh, engineers and product managers and was only about my personal fit and how I would actually collaborate and work together with those uh, people with different backgrounds and I think that's super super important and I definitely think that I like much better understanding of how they of these people think and how I can work together with them so that's uh, super super important.
0: That's really interesting shall we go on to question time? Yes please. <laughs> yes please okay right so this is from Jose. So thank you very very much Jose for submitting your question. What financing vehicle or structure do you guys prefer for your ventures?
2: Yeah. So um it's a super interesting question that's uh, also um currently a, a lot discussed with the corporates that we're working with. And classically or uh, in the classical way we would have um a management fee so the corporate would pay us a certain amount and we would deliver our service in building the venture and this has been has been set up for for quite a while and also probably driven a bit because we come from bcg where you pay day rates and on the other side also that corporates are used to paying certain day rates and then you would just deliver but what we definitely see as a trend lately is that also we as bcgdv take on equity for for the ventures and so reduce our classical management fees This is is definitely something because sometimes also the corporate saying, okay, hey, you also should be part of the ventures somehow and not uh, leave us after the six or nine months. Um, And at the same time, we are also then incentivized to build successful ventures in the long term. Um, And next to this equity deals, I think there's also a second dimension. What we see as a trend is that we quite often define some, some KPIs, how the ventures perform in the mid to long term. That would be some kind of a kicker or part of the fees that the corporate will pay us. Um, So it's not just a straight fee, you deliver this and then you're done. But it's also a bit more um, thought for what's the midterm performance of the venture. And we are incentivized um, and paid on, on the performance of those ventures.
1: Okay, so then on to hiring. Are you hiring at the moment?
2: So um, you mean BCGDV? Um, So I I think for us, there's two different dimensions of hiring. One is for BCGDV itself, so for the company I'm working for. And then because we build so many ventures, we also um, have a lot of hiring for the ventures actually that we build. I think that on the BCGDV side, it's somehow also a bit limited right now because of this whole COVID uh, thing, but um, definitely we we have some open positions, but I think by far there's more job openings also on the venture side. So for all the ventures that we build, we hire at least like 20 people or so. So uh, oh, wow. that's, a, that's a very big number of talents that we are looking for. And there's a, there's a lot of ventures that we actually currently launching. So there's a big number of, of people that we look for. Everything's on our website. So The people that we're looking for on the BCGDV side, as well as the people that we look on the venture side, and they're all um, on the bcg.com website when you look for, I think, careers or so.
1: Okay, perfect. That's good to know. I understand, obviously, that hiring is probably quite tricky right now, but it's good to know that there's some open positions still available on the website. And what kind of people does BCGDB look for? Is there like an archetype of a person who should get in touch, or is it really very case-by-case, individual basis?
2: Yeah, so I mean, in general, I think we, as we build all the ventures, and i think we're very interested in people that actually have some kind of experience in working in startups or, or building up companies so that's it's important to us in general i think um one dimension is that the people have to be some kind of be local in berlin or london for example that's the two offices that we have in europe and then um i think we require certain experiences i think normally it's like, um two years or so that you have his work experience because you would come here and join uh, a venture immediately and you need to have some kind of qualifications that we that we can put in place and and that's why normally there's a trend that people bring some kind of one or two years of work experience right
1: right
0: awesome how do people get in touch with you Bastian? and who do you want to hear from
2: (laughs) it's a good question (laughs) so um Because i worked in VC, I'm very active on LinkedIn. (laughs) It's a good way how to reach me. No, I I think I'm in general um, very, very active on on networking. Um, I do teach at university, for example, this morning, and um, I try to be in touch with a lot of people. So best is probably through LinkedIn, I'm, I'm normally replying within one or two days and then who do i want to talk to i think um, it should be someone where i can bring some value add right so it could be either something about career advice in in venture capital or for bcgdb could be also founders that look for funding i'm definitely well connected to a lot of investors and yeah they they should just know what kind of qualifications i have and experiences Um, and those people that have certain questions related to my experiences happy to happy to chat
1: amazing thank you so much yeah thank you so much bastian for for spending your Monday afternoon with us and explaining um, all the exciting ventures that you get to work on uh, super interesting um, especially the beer analytics one um, to our listeners thanks again for for tuning in and don't forget that you will find all the resources that Bastian and our other guests mention on our notion page which is linked to our Twitter associated underscore pod. Thank you again for tuning in this week and for your lovely letters and feedback to our show. You can always write in questions or comments to associatepodcast at gmail.com and we look forward to receiving your letters every time. Have a lovely day. Bye. Bye.